0: <laughs> I'm back, Benny. Help. Show number two. Yeah, <laughs> number two. The re-show, or not re-show? Relaunch? Really? I don't know. I was trying to. Not even a relaunch. We've already done that one. I know, I know. But it's. I love being back here. I'm really, really excited. Uh, if you didn't guess, this is Sue Lundquist. The giggle factory, the excited, you know, (laughs) right? Wouldn't you call me a giggle factory? Yes, Yes. most (laughs) appropriate. Yes, definitely. Welcome to the gratitude cafe, positive radio to feed your soul. Sue Lundquist here, and the wonderful Superman. Hello, Mister Benny. Super Benny. Super Benny. We got to get you a shirt. That's I still have that photo. From do where, you? Yes, I do. I'm oh. not going to bring it up though. Cause... We yes, we do. <laughs> You're going to post it on Facebook because that's super cool. Pretty pl- okay. for you and our listeners, I'll do that. <gasps> Yay! Okay, you got to go see Benny look- on Facebook. I'm looking for it. Right okay, now. good. All right, so today's show, I want to. You're over there shaking your head. I just... mean, I know because I can't believe I didn't. I thought I was gonna be able to. Yeah. Forget nope. about it. Done. Can't not going to happen. All right, so we have a very special show today, and I'm going to do quick little housekeeping. Um, we have Suzanne Geisman coming on the show today, and I am really excited, um, but I'm going to get to her form- formal introduction in just a minute. I have a quick shout-out to a Miss Cassidy. Apparently, she's starting a new job in Bellevue today, Benny, so we could see her quite possibly driving by. Hi, Cassidy. <laughs> Wait, Benny. <laughs> I, oh, can she see us? Uh, she's going to know. <laughs> what's up what's up cassidy congratulations on yeah. your new job so good luck today good luck today i got that off all right um this is my show i have wonderful sponsors this is my hour and it's positive radio why would you not want to be a sponsor on positive radio That's a good and one. have me carry you wherever i go right if uh, they yeah. can't see you smirking you gotta you gotta like, it's your show it's not it's mine. mine it's so fun do you girl do you so how cool would it be to be promoted and have me promote your products and or services within the health and wellness industry, organics, all that kind of good stuff? I want to hear from you. So you can reach out to me and go to my website at www.sulungquist.com and or send me an email or, well, heck, you can just call me at 206-322-27. That's the easiest way, 322 27 I want to talk to you. I have a really quick and awesome announcement. So I have a coaching practice and an energy healing practice. And I have joined team, uh, team Woodenville Women's Clinic. I am super excited. Zora over there at Woodenville Women's Clinic, she has offered me a spot in her clinic and I'm super super excited so from now on unless I have arranged with you otherwise we are going to be doing coaching and energy healing at the Woodenville Women's Clinic super excited that's another one and also you know speaking about my sponsors um, I'm going to take a quick moment to shout out to Josh Parkinson he's with Resonate Brand I'm sorry Resonate Web Leadership he helps Seattle businesses get out of the rut and grow Resonate builds gorgeous, effective websites and also helps you to market your business online, grow your authority and following, and rise up in the Google searches, all with a personal guidance to take the confusion and dead ends out of the way. For your health and wellness, Resonate Naturally specifically helps clinics, doctors, and practitioners by providing the same service, but also tailored specifically for their unique needs. You need to check out Josh Parkinson at resonateweb.agency and contact him for a free consult. I cannot I, I the, he has saved me online. I cannot speak more highly of this man. He is amazing and if you're in the health and wellness, you're a coach, you you I, please give him a call, reach out to resonateweb.agency and um get a hold of Josh. And if if you miss that, you can send me a note and I'll get you the information again. Josh Parkinson. All right. We are going to jump in today. um, I've got a special guest and this special guest, we're going to talk about spirit. She has got multiple books, one of which I am in the process of reading um, messages of hope. And Suzanne Giesman, she was the most unexpected medium. And I think you guys saw this on Facebook What does a Navy, a U.S. Navy commanding officer, the Pentagon and Air Force One have with mediumship? Well, that's Suzanne. And no, not all at once, but I'm going to bring her on and we're going to talk and discuss what Spirit, basically Spirit 101, mediumship 101. I'm super excited to welcome her and let's bring her on, Benny, and I'm going to have her tell us her story. Suzanne, welcome. Hi, Sue. Thanks. Great to be with you. Thank you so much. So, I thought, well, you know what? I just want to jump in and have a conversation with you because it's yeah. just that kind of show. And let's hear your story. Let's, In a nutshell, I was about as by the book, left brain as they come
1: for my first half of my life and uh, had a full career as a Navy officer, retired as a commander, served at the, the top level as the aide to the chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, a, a commanding officer right out there in the Seattle area. In fact, when I heard the weather report and they talked about sun breaks out there, I had to laugh because it took me right back to that tour of duty out there. Wow. (laughs) But uh, everything changed after uh, 9-11. I was in the last aircraft in U.S. airspace with the chairman on that day, and that's when I began to question this life and what it's all about, ask those spiritual questions that, that we all eventually, hopefully, end up asking so that we fulfill our purpose in being here. And um, put that aside a little bit after I retired from the Navy, but life caught up with me when my stepdaughter, who was a sergeant in the Marine Corps, was struck and killed by lightning. That was 10 years ago, and that was the start of my spiritual path, as a tragedy often is for, for many people. And having no idea that a greater reality even existed, I dragged my husband, a retired Navy destroyer captain, to a medium. <laughs> and that just changed my life because this woman brought through evidence that our Susan is still with us, uh, evidence, things about her and about her passing that she could not possibly know, could not have Googled because we never gave her our last name. And that started me down the path of understanding more about mediumship, having no idea that I would one day become a medium. And as they say, the rest is history because I did discover the ability to communicate very clearly with the other side, with evidence, which my left-brain military side really likes. And uh, I've done over a thousand readings now to bring the kind of comfort and healing to others that that initial medium that my husband and I went to brought to
0: us. Very cool, and yeah. isn't it interesting that, uh, it, it's interesting and it's unfortunate at the same time that most of the time it takes tragedy or a big slap upside the head to wake us up. And It I, is. It, it is. And how cool is it for your husband? How much has that changed <laughs> in the relationship there?
1: It's amazing how not amazing how supportive he's been but amazing how open he's been to this mostly because of the evidence of, from the other side that I continue to get not just in mediumship but but in visits from from uh, other helpers on the other side just in my normal life uh that's one point that I I failed to make earlier that I I don't like to characterize myself as just a medium now because I teach spirituality and metaphysics around the country, and, and I have a daily blog of messages from the other side. So this this work with a capital W is far more far-reaching than just the mediumship, because the bottom line is, it's all about love and remembering who we are inside. Uh, that's why we're here, to remember
0: that. Oh, and also to... in and and i i talk about it on my radio shows changing and offering a different perspective and just bringing to the table a different perspective and education and i think that's really valuable especially when we're talking about mediumship and I, there's a difference between getting messages and there's a difference between that and evidential mediumship yes, and i definitely. i want to there's a huge difference and i just recently learned about it and i want to um say a little something from Wayne Dyer that's actually on your boat on on your boat <laughs> On, on your book and your boat. Who knows? Maybe it's on <laughs> <I don't know>. <laughs> your boat. <laughs> but Wayne Dyer, the late Wayne Dyer, we love him. And in fact, two, two uh, quotes came through my email this morning. So I think Wayne's joining us today. And I've got, I'm going to read this one that's uh, on your book, Messages of Hope. I have had sessions with Suzanne, and I genuinely respect and admire her skill. She will touch you from a God-realized place, so pay close attention. When when I say close attention, well, one, how cool is that? Wayne Dyer, completely. Very cool. It's uh, super cool. I, I got to meet him when he was out here in Seattle, and um, he, talk about somebody who resonates love. He's absolutely amazing. But let's get back to you and Messages of Hope, and mm-hmm. um, 101, Spirit 101, what is spirit?
1: Spirit is what we are. Spirit is all that is. Spirit is the basic essence of all life. If it weren't for spirit flowing through us, we wouldn't even be breathing. We, we, we take far too much credit for our thoughts, for our actions, when without spirit we could do nothing. Uh, spirit is life. Mm. And so we have a soul. We are souls, but we are spirit at our very essence. Soul takes on personality and learns lessons, but spirit is all there is.
0: And that spirit lives on. There's been so much evidence and that's part of where I am. I want people to see, cause I've had a ton of death in my life and I was trying so hard to understand it. And you know, mm-hmm. well, it's God's fault and he's doing this to me. And, and it's that external, it's somebody else's fault or blaming somebody else. And it's not, it's none of that. It's yeah. their soul's journey. It's what they work. They came here to do. We, in the human essence, We just happen to be the ones left behind and kind of scratching our head going, that really hurt, Mm -hmm. (laughs) like in a big way. But then to also learn more that spirit is all around us, absolutely all around us. There's a
1: male right now who's related to you somehow that's waving hello, that he, he may have had an overdose or had something to do with drugs that he shouldn't have been taking. I don't know if you recognize this guy, but the second you were talking,
0: he just jumped in. Benny, is that the old radio person that we talked about last week? At the top of my head, I'd have to double-check. Okay. I'll look. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we'll we'll double-check. Wow, that's amazing. Well, mm. I've got... I, so yesterday, when I was preparing um, to talk to you and um, getting myself kind of grounded and settled in, my godfather came in and gave me a kiss on my cheek last night. It was profound for me. It was absolutely wonderful. And mm. I had... It was super yummy. I, You know, I get so excited and so warm and fuzzy talking about you. I want people to know how to get a hold of you, and I'm going to spell out. Well, obviously, you can go to gratitude. Oh, well I'm going
1: to make it easier for you than spelling my name.
0: Okay. Shoot it. Go. <laughs> love,
1: love at the
0: center.com. Ah! <laughs> It'll take you to the same place. I love that. Love at the center.com. That yeah, is beautiful. Love at the yeah. center.com. Absolutely. That's the whole message,
1: Sue. That's who we all are. And when we realize that, then your life just flows. It does.
0: Yeah. It does. I totally, I absolutely. So really quick, before we go on a break, let's talk about your Council of Poets and what that means to you. And then when we come back, let's, let's dive into the difference, or maybe you want to dive into the difference between evidential mediumship and just getting messages. What would you like to do? That's
1: good. Well, you said the Council of Poets because you've been reading messages of hope. And that was the first way that I knew that the voices I was hearing in my, in my head in meditation were not my imagination. I, I had been told that I would hear great messages and receive teachings. And I kept saying, well, I'm making this up. And I know <laughs> that as I'm saying that a lot of your listeners have had the same experience. And so one day my finger twitched and felt that I was supposed to pick up my pen. And I did, and these words just started flowing and flowing. And before you knew it, I had a three-page poem, perfect rhythm, perfect rhyme, and a full message with a beginning, middle, and end. And that's when I knew that is not my imagination. I don't write poetry. And I said, who is this? And they said, we are the Council of Poets. And they they gave me a poem every day for 369 days. And then they stopped. They said, there are only... So many words in the U.S. and English language that that rhyme. Do you finally believe you're not making this up? And
0: uh, then
1: a whole new group of beings came in.
0: Yeah, and we were going to we're going to talk about that because that's uh, evidence. I am constant evidence, validation, the language that you choose to use. I really like the evidential medium, medium shift, or
1: or about the how about the time that all of those poems were coming with my eyes closed, except one time these poets said. Open your eyes. I opened my <gasps> oh, eyes. Yes. I looked down at the pad in my lap,
0: and the pen had run out of ink. ink. I remember <laughs> reading that. Yes, I just got goosebumps.
1: Yes. yes.
0: They didn't uh, want me to miss anything. They didn't want you to miss anything. <laughs> and there's, yeah. isn't there a type of writing? Isn't that, isn't there a name for that? Is that? Well,
1: there is automatic writing when it feels as if a an, an, an higher consciousness has actually taken over your pen. That's not the case with me. I'm more taking dictation. I'm conscious of writing, but I don't stop the flow. And the, what comes through is definitely from a higher level.
0: So there's something to be said about that, Suzanne, that everybody is going to have different experiences, correct? Yes. And and
1: often until you have that experience, you can listen to others and say, well, that's just crazy. Like, oh, you said somebody kissed you on the cheek. Yeah, right. But <laughs> just wait till it happens to you and then it it changes your world and your whole world view.
0: It absolutely does. And I have that conversation with my kids and my husband. Because after that happened to me last night, of course, I ran downstairs and I told them and said, Hey, get off your phones. This is important to me. I need you to hear this. And they, I said, I know you guys really can't appreciate it because it hasn't happened to you. But it's important to me. And they know how much my godfather means to me. He was a huge mm-hmm. presence in my life. And I explained it to them. But until they have it happen to them um they just won't be able to appreciate it as much but we can surely share our experiences with them we are going to take a quick commercial break and when we come back we're going to be joined with suzanne again and her book messages of hope we're going to continue talking about spirit maybe we're going to have spirit come through all kinds of juicy stuff right here sue Lundquist here with the gratitude cafe benny I got your back. No shoes, no shirt. Have you had no shoes, no shirt in here before? I was always refused service, though, so <laughs> <laughs> can't go there. No. I got your back. <laughs> I do. Sue quiz here with the Gratitude Cafe. We are joined today with a very special guest, Suzanne Giesman. Her website: center dot com. She does into or not into? She does medium. Uh, she is a medium. She does readings. And she's got quite a bit to teach us. We Earlier we were talking about Spirit 101 um, and also evidence. It's, it's important that we, I and Suzanne, uh, have evidence and we're evidential mediumship. So without a doubt, when we are giving a reading, we are getting such profound messages from Spirit that there's no way that we can second guess it. Correct, Suzanne?
1: That's always the goal. But the goal. it's interesting. It's interesting, Sue, that in the beginning, because of my, my military background, I thought that the evidence was absolutely essential and required. And so I actually put myself in the box and became very rigid in my reading. And then I realized that, wait a minute, spirit knows exactly what this person sitting with me here in human form needs. If I just relax and let what's supposed to come through come through. It will, and so some people need a lot of evidence, and they get that. Some people need just enough so that we both know, the sitter and I both know, yeah, this is your dad or your mom or your brother or your wife, and and then they get lots of loving messages with a little evidence thrown in here and there. So it's been a great journey understanding that I don't need to set an agenda. I don't need rules. Just let it flow as it is supposed to, and the evidence will be there.
0: Mm, I love that. And it's a huge responsibility. I take it very seriously. You want to talk about that? Oh, yes.
1: (laughs) If you're not sure as the medium that you actually have made the connection and things can come from your own mind, if you don't get the evidence to show you this is real, then you could be passing along messages that that may not be what the sitter needs to hear or, or can handle. So there's always a fine line between do I say this or do do I not would uh, I would never tell somebody anything I see about uh, a death in the future or or things that might change their own life lessons that right. if they don't get it for themselves
0: and that's really important you said something really important their life lessons right it, it, because they they have they, they literally, I mean that really literally, they, you, me, everybody has their own soul's path, their own life lesson. And for us as um, evidential mediums, we take that very seriously. And I I would be really upset if somebody came to me and said, uh, you're going to die in two weeks. That just doesn't <laughs> seem like something that morally a medium should be doing, right? Well, I,
1: I had a woman come to me once and... She said, I was hoping you could tell me about my health. And I said, "Oh, I don't do that. And then just backed up right away. But as soon as I said that, I saw these black spots floating in front of her chest. And I thought, ooh. And my lip twitched, which is always the sign from my main guide that helps me in readings. And he said, tell her. And I said to him mentally, I'm not going to tell her. And he said, say it. And I said, uh, I didn't want to say the C word, right? So right. I said, um, I need to tell you that I'm seeing these black spots floating in front of you. And she said, oh, yes, it's metastas. And I said, so you know you have cancer. And she said, yes, I do. And I said, well, what do you, for me? And she said, well, I was just hoping I could get a second opinion. Oh, <laughs> so, so I just tuned into the guidance, and, and the guidance was just to seek a different modality of treatment. And uh, it was really fascinating. So I would not have normally... Said that to anybody, but I found a way to say it tactfully, and uh, I I I was guided to say it. So that's always it's always good to go to that higher level before saying anything in a
0: session. And how to present the information from spirit is really important. Just like just the example you just gave, because she needed that validation, that second opinion from you or from spirit, correct?
1: We all want validation when actually this is something that came out in a session I did the other night with my guides. They said Anybody who goes to a psychic already knows the answer in their heart. They just want validation of what they know. We always say, oh, I don't know what to do. And in fact, you, you do. Your you body do. tells you. Your body, just that clenching or peace is a, is a no or a yes. Yeah,
0: absolutely. So we talked about spirit and you keep bringing up your guides. Why don't you tell us what that is?
1: Well, I told you about the poetry that came through for a year, and then there was, as we say in the Navy, radio silence for about two or three days, and it was <laughs> awful. I was like, where did you go? And, and then this new energy. I was aware of this, this higher energy in my field, and I, it was both masculine and feminine. And I said, who are you? And they said, you will call us Sanaya, and you will write and write and write as Sanaya. And it turns out that I actually, they speak through me now in, in channeling sessions, but their their messages for the past five years have always been so love-filled and a lot of evidence for me have to say. And it's just wonderful to know that we're never alone. We all have guides with us and we can ask for signs and we can ask for evidence. If you leave and open yourself to that, you, you take yourself to a level of guidance that goes beyond consult any
0: site. You're crackling up just a little bit. I don't know if it's the weather or if it's the energies between us. It could totally probably be. probably
1: the energy because <laughs> weird things have happened with computers when Sanaya steps in. But if I could just tell you that I later found out that Sanaya, uh, at first I, I found it was a Sanskrit name meaning eminent and distinguished and of the gods. But it wasn't until several years later I learned that Anaya is also an Arabic girl's name, meaning flash of lightning, which is exactly how my daughter was killed, and also how the character, the young true young man named Wolf, in my book Wolf's Message was killed by lightning. So how's that for a name given oh, to
0: I have got, guys? one of my symbols is when I get goosebumps on my left side or up at the back of my neck. It's, specific, you know, like literally my whole left side lights up. And that is my mm-hmm. sign that says, oh, yeah, total truth, spirit right <laughs> there. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Amazing. So let's, uh, you do workshops as well, right? Let's, let's tell uh, the audience about that.
1: Quite a few workshops, all spirit directed. I just uh, debuted a new one last weekend called Your Emerging Soul. It was so spirit-guided. They, they had me at the drawing board. No, move this around. Now talk about that. No, you're going to definitely introduce this and share that miracle that happened. And, and it was so well-received, and I'll be giving that a full weekend retreat at the headquarters for Unity Church in uh, Unity Village in Missouri this June. A big crowd coming out, they still have some seats available. And then just workshops all over the country. If people go to loveatthecenter.com, my events page. I'll be traveling 12,000 miles starting the end of this month, doing a lot of states across the
0: country, sharing the love. Sharing the love. Love at the center. When are you coming to Seattle?
1: Oh, gosh. I think I was there a couple years. Last year I was in
0: Oregon. Not this year, Sue. That doesn't do me any good. (laughs) (laughs) I want to be and see and feel and take one of these courses and get um, all of my audience out here to play. So we're going to have to work on that. Okay, we will. We'll make it happen. Let's do it. Have some playtime. So let's talk about discernment and because mm-hmm. I've had some people come in and actually ask me, I've got high anxiety. How do I discern between what is being said through spirit and what is the stuff coming through to me? You know, that's my uh, own muck, my stuff.
1: Well, the key word you said right there is the anxiety. Anxiety, fear, and doubt are always of the human side, the ego. And mm. so the first Test is to get that out of the way. The task is to get that anxiety out of the way. How do you do that? By just remembering that you would not be tuning in at all to guidance were you not spirit as well. So you make the shift in identifying with your human side to identifying with the spirit side where that connection is taking place. And so until you feel at peace, just know that you may not have the best connection. So go to that place of peace that's always inside, ask again, and then ask, how does this answer feel in my heart? And you may get those God bumps that you talked about, Mm -hmm. too, or you just may have a knowingness, a sense of peace. But when that doubt is there, then it's time to go back to ground zero, back to center.
0: Back to center. So what I heard you say is with fear and anxiety, that's all in our head. That's not from a heart space, correct? Correct. So when the audience and myself, when we are in fear, in the bubble or the umbrella of anxiety, anxiety has got all kinds of things that fall down into it. It could be fear and doubt and all that. That's totally headspace. So to the audience and myself out there, that's not spirit. That's not from the heart space. So when you do have the anxiety, you need to take some deep breaths and get yourself grounded. Correct. Do you have some tools that you use, effective tools that you use for grounding? I imagine myself
1: sitting in a shaft of white light that just goes all the way from up above, all the way into the ground. And I always go through my chakras from the bottom up just to make sure they're clear. Just visualizing them as clear opens me up, and then just breathing in from the center of the earth up into my heart, and then down from the heavens into my heart is a great way to get centered.
0: Beautiful. Thank you very much. And I think I'm going to back up just a little bit because in and, and all that I coach and all that I teach and everything more so that I'm learning with mediumship and, and spirit world, It number one, number one. it all starts with awareness. So wouldn't you agree, Suzanne? Oh, gosh. Anybody
1: that reads my book, Wolf's Message, says I'm like the queen of, of being aware of what's going on, being aware of signs around you. Uh, i I teach people to watch for anything that snags your attention. <laughs> and and you just, you're just you walking past a bookshelf that's been in your house for years. You walk past it 100 times a day, but all of a sudden, a title snags your eye. Yes. Well, stop. Notice that snag. Stop. Go get the book. And then when it's in your hand with gratitude, say, all right, show me. What is in this book that I'm supposed to see now? And you just leaf through it and miracles happen. Your eyes will fall on exactly the answer to some question or issue you've been dealing with. That's just one example, but I call it getting snagged and then pulling the thread. You have to pay attention to when something just catches your attention for no reason and then ask, why? And what's the message in in this for me? What's the meaning here? And usually that leads to one thing after another, and, and life becomes magical and fun when you're constantly catching the
0: snags oh i love it that's brilliant so yes absolutely so i'm going to back up in case you're just tuning in um we are talking to suzanne Giesman. her website is loveatthecenter.com we have been talking about discernment so if you're just tuning in i want to briefly um tell you if you are feeling anxiety and or fear the anxiety bubble that's not from your heart space. That's not true spirit coming through with communication. You need to allow yourself to get grounded again. And um, as Suzanne talks about allowing all of your chakras to open up, uh, you know, she visualizes, what was it, white, white light? I just sitting in a big shaft of white light. Big I'll, shaft yeah, of white light. Them. Yes. Mm-hmm. So whatever feels right to you. And also um, you can get some more information at com for Suzanne's website. Of course, her books some more information. And then we were talking about um, the snag, what snags your eyes. I love that. And I, you're speaking, you are so speaking my language, especially when you, <laughs> it's, it's awesome whether there's a penny on the ground, if you've been asking for money or abundance and there's a penny on the ground, I'm going to pick that up and go, thank you. It's so, it's a penny <laughs> or if it's a nickel or if it's a 50 or if somebody sends me a hundred, you find I, gratitude in it all. I want to back up
1: those because there's another Side to that whole anxiety thing if you're, okay. if you if you suddenly get a, an intuitive hit and it's good then the anxiety can come in instantly that to, to try to talk you out of it so you have to go back oh. to what was the initial feeling that came in was it a knowing and then the brain got involved or were you anxious to begin with when somebody asked you a question so I mean I know in in the beginning when I would do readings, every single time I would get a piece of evidence, I'd go, what if I'm wrong? That that was years ago. Thank God I'm past that because you (laughs) just get to the point where you trust the spirit. But to get to that point, you have to really give a lot of evidence and get the feedback. And you start to say, wow, now I know what it feels like.
0: And you've trained your psyche for that. You've trained your body to have that feeling. So again. Back to everything that we're back to basics. It starts with awareness, awareness of your space, yes. awareness in oh, what's yeah. happening in your body, uh-huh. all of that. Right. Mm hmm. Yes. Yeah. Yes.
1: <laughs> but, you know, so many people are not used to feeling their, their bodies and the messages it's sending them because they don't like discomfort. It's so much easier to turn to food, turn oh. to anything else rather than feeling discomfort. But, oh, the messages that are
0: are in our body just waiting. Oh my gosh. Oh yeah. I mean, you and I seriously, we could sit here and have a conversation for hours (laughs) about this because so many people are self-medicating, whether it's a, you know, big 30 ounce gulpy thingy of sugar or coffee or, you know, all of that. It doesn't, or it's alcohol or it's this, or it's that it's some kind of distraction in your life. So and, I, and here's the, the second part of that, then. Once you get those distractions out of your life and you say, all right,
1: I'm willing to feel this, then when you have any feeling or emotion that's dissonant, that you know is not in alignment with your true self, you're not being your, your, your soul's loving self, then you have to be willing to work on that and say, whoa, I just blew up at that person, or I just shouted off some sailor words, that's not <laughs> me. That, I just did this the other day, and I said, whoa, where did that come from? Well, it came from being overtired. Or, but many times it's an underlying issue that we haven't worked out, and those things will block your connection with spirit more than anything. So I've made it my a goal to any time I find something in me that's not unconditional love or is, is out of alignment with my heart, I say, okay, where did that come from? What do I need to change in me so that I can become a crystal clear channel for spirit?
0: Oh, so true. Suzanne, we're going to take a quick commercial break. And that's that's having your own personal awareness and taking responsibility and accountability. And I love that. My language, Sue Longquist here with the Gratitude Cafe. We're going to take a quick break and we will continue back with Suzanne, her website, loveatthecenter.com. dot <laughs> com. What do you mean? Oh, 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 when you nod your head yes, but you wanna say no. What do you mean? Hey, yeah. when you don't want me to move, but you tell me to go. What do you mean? Down and in between. Oh, I really wanna know. What do you mean? What do you mean, huh? I ask myself that all the time. All the time. Spirit, what do you mean? We are here at Sulankus, the Gratitude Cafe Positive Radio to feed your soul. Seriously, I'm feeding your soul, my soul, all of you. And I feel so blessed to have this opportunity and this platform to educate all of us and bring all these amazing people to the forefront right here. And um, I've got a quick quote from Wayne Dyer. When you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change. Boom! Today's guest, we are talking to Suzanne Giesman. Her website, com. Write that down. I hope you've... You know, I forgot to mention at the beginning of the show, at the beginning of every show, have your journal, your spirit journal, your mediumship journal, your intuitive journal, and a pen handy because... We are going to be talking about tools and tips and techniques that are going to help you through your mediumship, your daily life. Maybe like Suzanne and I were talking about this, something that snags your eye to pull that thread. Right. Right, Suzanne. Absolutely. So let's talk about we talked about discernment um, before the break. And I'm going to repeat that discernment. So when you're in the bubble of anxiety, that's not spirit. That is not where you need to be. You need to ground yourself and go from a heart centered space. We talked about tools on how to ground yourself and you can find more information at com, and of course my website sueLenquist.com. But you know what uh, and then we talked um, about loving self. I'm going to I I I'm kinda, I i do not want to go off on a different tangent, so I had to write myself some notes. So how do you know when you're not reading your sitter's mind and uh, tell people uh, what sitter's means?
1: A sitter is is, is the person you're sitting with and in- human form to connect with their loved ones on the other side. Gotcha. And when I bring through evidence or things going on in their life that those on the other side are telling me to show them that we are still here with you. We're we're aware of what you're doing in your life. You could have a skeptic that say, Well, oh, how do I that says, How do I know that you're not just reading my mind? How do I know they're really here? Well, I know because I can feel them, but so many times in a reading they tell me things that the sitter doesn't know, and has to go verify later. One of the coolest things just happened this past week in a session I did with a woman. We very clearly connected with her husband who had passed, and he started pointing pointing to his watch. And I rolled my eyes, and I said, your husband's talking about his watch, but everybody has their loved one's watch, so I have to ask him why he's showing me that. And this is a really big point, that this is two-way communication. It's not just receiving from spirit. You can ask them questions. This is live, real-time intelligence conversations. So I said mentally to this husband and spirit, what are you showing me about the watch? What is significant about the watch that makes it different from every other loved one who's left behind a watch? And he said to me very clearly, tell her when she finds it to notice the time. It's a significant time that that watch stops it's no longer running. It stopped at a significant time. Well, don't you know, she went and she found her husband's watch. And by the way, he said it has a three in it. It had stopped at 311, which is the exact time that he passed.
0: Wow.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or or the week before, a lady's mother came through and talked about a piece of jewelry left behind. I said, oh, a piece of jewelry. Everybody has jewelry. And the client, the sitter, said, oh, but I've lost that piece of jewelry. So I see a perfect opportunity to show that this is really Mom. I said, okay, Mom, where is it? Your daughter can't find this beloved piece of jewelry. And Mom showed me. I held up my hands. It's in a little box about this big, four inches across, and it's in a drawer. Now, here's where the doubting mind that we talked about, Sue, comes in, because my doubting mind says, oh, gosh, if it was in a drawer, she would have found it by now. But I've learned to trust the Spirit, and I knew this mother was right here. So he said, You let me know when you found it with that kind of confidence. And about three days later, I get an email from this woman, so excited, saying, I've been in that drawer looking. I can't tell you how many times, but this time I was so excited and I reached farther back. My hand fell on this little box about four inches across. I pulled it out and there it was.
0: Yes. So just like communication. Yes, it is so important. And to be able to hear that communication. 'Cause that's something we're Well where not I'm...
1: everybody hears. Not everybody hears. Some people see, some people just know. So that's the different ways the information comes,
0: right? The clairs, right? And right. And I've Clair
1: as in clair audience, clairsentient, clairvoyant. And,
0: and defining and going and looking, honestly looking and seeing what those mean and then looking at yourself, again, going back to these self awareness and looking at that and defining what, where your strength is. Is it clear? Audience, Can you hear them? Is it Sentient, You sense them. What is your strength? And then building from there, is that correct? Well,
1: that's one way. Uh, I, I kind of like to fall back on the fact that I know I can hear very well, so I constantly say, and now I'm seeing better, and now I'm knowing more. I, I, I want to be as well-rounded as possible so that in whatever way, Each particular spirit can get through to me. I'm able to receive that information so that I'm the clearest possible instrument for their loved one that's still here. So So desperately wanting to hear from them.
0: Yes. Yes. And what a gift that is. So when somebody is first starting out and they are really unsure of, and I'm going back to the Claire's because um, that's just what I want to focus on for just, just the sake of the conversation. If, if I have a heightened sense of um, sensing them until I build that muscle, would, and, and I'm, I'm asking you as a teacher, you know, I'm I'm your mm-hmm. student, I'm asking you as a teacher, would it behoove me to build that clairsentience as I build up the rest of my mediumship muscle? Did, did I communicate that? Yes,
1: yes, you did, and okay. I think that's good because it's going to give you more confidence the more you 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 tune into that aspect but really i recommend just panoramic sensing being open to everything that's coming in through your body including what your body sensations are giving you i I become a human cushion in my readings and i welcome it i those of spirit can replicate in my body their exact symptoms and, and I'll sit here and out of the blue, I'll say, ow! <laughs> and I'll you know I'll grab my eye and say, I have a piercing sensation in my eyeball. Your husband had something that happened in his eye that affected him his whole life, only to have the sitter say, yeah, he was shot in the eye at age 14 by a BB and oh. blind for the rest of his life. So how evidential is that? Huge. And I'm willing to put up with that pain for an instant, knowing it's just temporary, because it's going to be incredibly healing for that person. How else would I know that? So be, be tuned into everything that's coming in through every inch of your body, through your hearing, through your sight. And then that just
0: that knownness and knowing and asking the questions and then feeling, feeling in your body where the answer is coming from. Right now,
1: asking a question can easily take you out of that beautiful passive receptive mode when the best information comes. So I would say remain receptive until you have such a clear link, you know it's established, you know they're there, then ask some questions as long as you can maintain that connection. Because asking questions leads to trying, which leads to the human need to be right. You see the difference?
0: Repeat that again.
1: Okay. When we ask questions, then we've set our own agenda, and we need to be—we have this human need to be right. So you go into trying mode,
0: oh. and
1: it's very different—the the difference between trying, what's the answer, and then you're trying versus I'm open to whatever spirit can get through me. Mm. Let me see, it. and it comes through. So I always wait in a reading until I'm sure I've established a very clear connection. And then I say to the client, if spirit tells me, are there, is there some information you need to know? And then I'm very honest, either it's there or I'm sorry. They're not able to get that answer through to me. the, the the normal human will feel you have to give an answer.
0: <laughs> I remember maybe that goes back instant
1: to instant my, gratification, my right? Oh yeah, yeah. Back to my navy days when I used to be an intelligence briefer to the admirals, and and the the, the admiral would ask something, and I'd give a, a short answer, and then I'd just stand there silently. They'd, they'd say, "I like that about her. She feels like she does. She doesn't feel like she has to say something." So if that's when we can end up making up answers and thinking they're real just because we feel the sitter needs an answer.
0: Oh, that that's not an integrity that at all. It's
1: it's, until somebody is really sure that that connection is there and you know the difference, you learn to discern between this is the spirit connection and this is me trying, then it's best to just remain receptive and just know that spirit will get through exactly what they can. And what the sitter needs to hear. Mm.
0: So powerful. And
1: sometimes don't want to talk about certain things. Why did you take your own life? Well, maybe they're not ready to talk about that.
0: Oh, we've got so much to learn, don't we, Suzanne? Yeah, we do. Will you come back and play with me again? (laughs) You bet. Oh, fantastic. I've got to remind everybody about your website. Oh, you know what? We wanted to tell them about... um, I, I'm. Gonna, I don't want to pronounce your guide. Oh, Sanaya. Sanaya says,
1: "Yeah, every day the messages from Sanaya are both on my Suzanne Geismann Facebook page, but also on the blog Sanaya Says dot com."
0: And that's and, uh, yeah, yeah, and that's S A N A Y A says dot com. That's S A N A Y A says dot com. And I will put all that stuff up on my Facebook page and in my newsletter when that comes out, so you guys have. And are all updated on the information. Very, very educational show. We talked about discernment, the anxiety and the fear. That's not coming from spirit. That you've got to put, you've got to ground yourself and get back into your heart space. You have to be receptive to sustain that energy. Me trying versus I'm open to what spirit tells me. Huge difference. If you guys would like to have a reading with Suzanne Giesman, you need to go to her website, loveatthecenter.com. I would I would love for you to support her and um, let's get her to Seattle, folks. We we are oh, we got about three minutes. Um, Suzanne, is there anything you want to say before we head out? I've got some quick things I've got to do. I
1: I, I love that you just put that call out there, but I'm actually have so many so many um, people have been waiting for readings. Oh, I'm do a, you? Okay. Over a, my waiting list is over a year long, so I tell people if you're truly have an internal need, then send me an email. If this is just fun, then if you would defer to those who are really hurting. To me, that's what it's all about. And those who are hurting know that their loved ones are still here.
0: Biggest message of the world. They are still here. Mm -hmm. They're still around us 100%. Absolutely. Let's tap in. It has been an absolute blessing to have you on the show, and I can't wait to play some more with you. Again, it's, same here. Really, it's it's a blessing, and I've got so much to learn from you, and I'm super excited. So we're, I'm going to um, wrap up the show, guys. We've got a great show uh, next week. Actually, I'm going to be coming on me, myself, and I, and we're going to kind of go on a little bit more about the awareness. and We're going to talk more in depth about awareness and the tools and tips and techniques and all that I, I have your journal ready get a pen ready it's coaching time and i'm going to set the foundation for your transformation next week and then on the 22nd we've got dr joe dispenza and guess what benny march 22nd is my birthday oh is it <laughs> <laughs> That's right Very shortly. The best day ever. 21 happens uh, all too often. Uh, (laughs) At least twice. (laughs) Right. (laughs) At least twice. At least twice. At least twice. twice. All right. Um, Where are we at? That's it. That's it. I love you guys so much. Come visit me, suelunquist.com. Each of you are a gift. Get out there and share yourself with the world. Thank you for listening. Don't forget to sign up at suelunquist.com to get all your questions answered and free goodies delivered directly to your inbox.